Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, hour number three on a Thursday. Good to have you with us until 4 o'clock again. Thursday night football, Giants, 49ers, home opener. And they could have... Santa Claus come in and be the quarterback tonight for the 49ers, and he would throw for 350 yards because it's all about the scheme. Indeed he would. It's all about Kyle Shanahan. Indeed he would, Bruce. I'm glad you made the point. And your Trey Lance thing, by the way, has no merit to it. What do you mean? Because the only Trey Lance was never benched for performance, buddy. Ever. Ever. Am I lying? Linnell, obviously injuries and staying healthy were a huge problem. They gave up on him. You know why? Two years. Because when you they trade chose up, Sam, stupid Darnold. Because they had to admit they had to do nothing. They had to admit they're wrong. They so had the to do nothing. Didn't eviscerate them for oh trading God. up and mortgaging their future for a guy with ten. Well, excuse me, two, three career college starts, one season, ten games. I love you, but Barely. sometimes you are infuriating. Do you not agree that they had to give up on Trey Lance? They had. N- Absolutely no way did they have to give up on. They Trey created Lance. a monster distraction within the organization. Sam Darnold and Brock Purdy over him. They didn't. He could have been the Brock third Purdy quarterback on. inactive. So, so he was supposed to put Brock Purdy on the bench last year no. once Trey Lance got healthy. No, seriously. No, he. No, he. They did the right thing because none of their guys could stay healthy. They did the right thing because they are not a franchise in position to. That's why I say fit matters. Trey Lance needs development. He's got ten career college starts. Okay. He they should have known develop. that. They should have known that when they drafted Which him. Which is why when I they think moved, they're in the when NFL they, Illuminati they the world to go get him. They're in the NFL Illuminati. They should have been. That's a fireable offense, Chris Russell. <sighs> to trade up and swing and miss on a top five the quarterback, o- you the get only fired reason why else. they're in that position that's is because Robert they Salah's ass because they be win fired. enough games to cover their asses. You know why they win enough? Because that games? was an enormous gambling mistake. Because their coaching staff made them right. Okay. All right, let's get to uh, where are we going here? Uh, oh my gosh, uh, sweet Lou, what's up, Lou? How are you, Lou? We can't hear you. That's uh, yeah, pretty bad. Uh, sorry about that. Let's get to uh, let's go to Telly in DC. Whoa, what the hell is going on? It's like a zoo. What is going here. on? Yeah. What's, what's up, Telly? What's going on, Telly? Yeah, yeah, I got you. That was a risk, Chris Hustle, my <laughs> man, Big L. Wait, this is, wait, 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 this is Telly. Yeah, not Pauly. Telly, I'll be honest with you. I've been listening to these airwaves since I was like 10, 11 years old. Chris Hustle yeah, is like, oh, it's like I, I'm my, the, the arms, the hairs on the back of my neck are standing up for me and you say that. Chris Hustle. 
I, man, for hey, years he's been calling you that, man. That's he I is. That's my man. He I is a fiddle, man. Man, man, you, you, you. It's like you arguing against yourself right now, big <laughs> this, this is what I go through when I talk to you, right? Yeah. But I, I'm on your side on this one today. You hear me? Okay. I'm on your side. I go back to when we had uh, Spurrier here, right? He just wanted to stick to his guns and do it the way he wanted to do, and got all got got everybody hemmed up and hurt and all that. Even Chris, uh, Chris Hustle's boy, Jay. Yep. Jay was the worst coach this 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 team ever had in the history of of the franchise. He's worse, worse than Jim Zorn. Come on, Telly. Worse than Steve Spurrier. Come on, Telly. Yeah, he he man, he, he, he he's the one that that that, that had me revoke my season tickets. <laughs> Jay yeah, made you revoke your season tickets. tickets. Man, nah, man, it, it's 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 definitely a scheme. We 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 had. We we had a Hall of Fame coach come back, man. And it's a reason why Gibbs won one with the quarterbacks that he had, man. And, and, and come on, man, Rippin Rippin was was hot in his offense, off the chain. But come on, man, any other team, he wasn't gonna be no world beater. But in in the scheme, he was dominant. Right. Even when even when uh, Gibbs came back two point he trashed that uh, hundred page. Uh, uh, playbook or whatever. We said, nah, nah, we're going to do it this way. And when he did it this way, we seen results. So I'm saying, man, it is on the scheme, man. You, you, you look at, you look at the Philly. When they, when they put in their backup quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Yes. Dog, scheme, scheme is anything. Tell him we appreciate it. Right. Speaking, speaking of Philly. Yeah, no, thank you, Tell Speaking yeah, right. of Philly. Anybody could have done that. Hold on. Hold on Anybody in the on, world could have done hold on, that. Hold on, Chris. Hold on, Chris. Speaking of Philly, right? Because coordinators don't matter. Shane Steichen is now in Indianapolis. Right. And Brian Johnson's calling plays for the Eagles. Right. And their offense looks like a shell of themselves from last year. They that's ran the coaching. ball all over the Minnesota Vikings last Thursday night. It that's, struggled that's early like me on. Beating they up were a on four the road in Foxborough like, against Bill Frickin' Belichick. That, that's like me beating up a four-year-old. You don't get credit for it. Oh, the Eagles were oh, you bigger don't, and better you don't get and credit tougher for, up front. You don't, you don't get credit for designing an attack that works and for wearing out an opponent and scoring 30-some-odd points? Chris Come on. Hustle. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> 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 Chris Hustle. That's the best nickname anyone's ever given. Uh, let's get to, um, uh, where are we going here? Uh, <laughs> Shout out Telly, man. Uh, Sean in Connecticut. What's up, Sean? How oh, are you? Oh, Sean, you're back. Oh, I'm I- I'm here every day, Linnell. So I'm back in. I'm better. Sean is very dedicated. We appreciate it. My God. I also want, yeah. Um, basically, I think you guys both uh, bring up some good points. I think it's uh, it may just be I, you guys. Like I, re- I've been flip flopping, going back and forth, kind <laughs> of. Like there's there's so many ways to look at it. I think having a good coach and drawing up a good scheme is imperative. But I also think you need someone who can run it and have the abilities to do what the coach wants to do. So it's a very tricky question. Um, but I, I understand there are some players. Um, I, I'm, keep in mind, I just want to clarify, I'm not comparing Sam Howell to Patrick Mahomes at all. <laughs> I'm just saying that when you have a player like Patrick Mahomes and you have a player of that echelon, they can overcome bad coaching. However, what they can't overcome is injuries, which brings me to my next point. My biggest concern and also my most important person for the rest of the season, I think, is Charles Leno and the offensive line. Because 
I don't care if Sam Howell makes mistakes. There's going to be growing pains. I'm fine with that. But if he gets injured and he can't play, I like I I'm I know Brissett is a I think above average starting quarterback. But I just like all all I care about is him staying healthy because we it's the injury luck we have had with quarterback. I am just so sick of it being oh well if he was healthy or if this if that. So my my answer to the question is. Charles Leno, the offensive line, I do think they deserve some more credit because we have been trashing them a lot. There's room to improve. I do think the running game is is getting better, and that's a promising sign. But they need to keep Sam healthy, and that's also on Sam getting the ball out quicker. So, yeah, that's my most important thing. Sam Howell's got to stay healthy because if he gets hurt, and I know I'm not the only one, if he gets hurt, I'm going to be devastated. That was the number one key to this season, and I said it all training camp preseason. I'm right with you. The number one most important thing for Sam Howell and this team was that he stay healthy for 17 games. Sam. Sam. Because without without him, Jacoby Brissett's a nice veteran backup, fringe starter, but he's not Sam Howell in terms of arm talent and mobility. He is not. He, in terms of mobility, Sam's more mobile. If you don't think that Jacoby... I don't think Jacoby has the same, arm, the same natural arm talent that Sam Howell has. I think he's, he's got, got a, a magic. I, I think he's got a very nice deep ball, nice arc on it. I do not think underneath and second level that Jacoby Prissett, to me at eye level, was throwing rifles. Sam's more accurate. I, I in don't, terms of I don't, pure I don't agree. physical ability, I can't. I can't okay. buy that. I mean, that's maybe an eye thing. I, I, I don't know. I I don't have any that's metrics on it, but whatever. Let's get to Mark and Chevy Chase. What's up, Mark? How are you? Hey, Mark. Hey, you know, um, Rick Doc Walker just always say it was execution. By the way, Linnell, I'm one of your biggest fans. I think um, I really, really enjoy listening to you and think you should have your own show, not um, not taking away from Chris Russell. I just have. A real, I think he should uh, replace me. I think he should replace me and deal with all the oh, pressure God. that I have. No, 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 no actually, if you have Linnell on more. Yes. And Doc on less. No, I won't oh. say that. But, <laughs> oh, wow. But, uh, but I the will DOC say, is going to be listening to that, baby. For humor, either for humor or history's sake, I'll try to be brief. Uh, Sunday's game, I reviewed it. It looked like a classic AFC West matchup with the NFC East team where the AFC West team would come out on top at the end. So historically, this is nice. We got to win. Uh, a lot of us old timers know Denver's a spot. Normally, when we win there, that's a good moment in our season and sort of a uh, real momentum. If you believe in momentum, even though it's a little early. And then third point is that thirty-five points has to be reminiscent of the thirty-five point quarter we put up against this same Denver squad back in Super Bowl twenty-two. That's very. So who knows? We have Buffalo this week and. How many did we get against Buffalo the one time we really played them when it counted? 30, 34, 37? I don't remember right now. It's been so long ago. But it would be nice if we take take uh, two of our traditional rivalries out in back-to-back weeks. Attaboy, Mark. kind of fun. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate, Appreciate you. Mark. Uh, let's get uh, quickly to uh, John in Atlanta listening on the Odyssey app. What's up, John? How are you? Hello, John. Hey, Chris, uh, I cannot believe that I'm about to agree with Linnell. But uh, oh! Oh! it's going to happen. 
Uh, Why can't you believe yeah. that, John? Uh, I mean, usually people say that about me, John. They're I, like, you know. I do, while I do enjoy listening to you, and I mean, I even listened to you when you went on First String Podcast. Um, while I do enjoy, I frequently disagree with you. Okay. Uh, That's fair. But You're today, loud. I, I got to agree with you. The thing is that um, if you look at examples of where coaches have made a difference, you got to ask yourself, Look at the difference in Daniel Jones now with Brian Dable yep. versus what he was with Joe Judge. You already mentioned Urban Meyer with Trevor Lawrence versus Trevor Lawrence with Doug Peterson. And I think one that hits close to home is look at Frank Reich with Carson Wentz versus Carson Wentz with Scott Turner. Look at the results. Fair. Look at how the Cowboys are doing as much as I hate them with Dan Quinn versus whoever their coordinator was, the defensive coordinator. Rod Marinelli. So in that, he put, the one who put hot sauce in his eye at the press conference. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I think the thing is that an exceptional coach can bring out the best in a player because a coach's job is to develop a player to the best of their ability. And I think a, a good coach can bring out of a player things that he doesn't even realize are in him because we tend to work on what we like, not what we not Ooh, what we need to. I like that. So I think that a good I think a good coach is a difference maker. But too often in the NFL, you have players who are making up for the deficiencies of the of coaches. the coach. That happens more so than not. Which is I appreciate right. the call. Which is why I think coaching is Thank so you. much more important. You can I think it's in the National Football League. It's more often that a team with less talent and good coaching exceeds than it is a team with good talent and bad coaching. And we saw it last year in our own division. The Giants were running out there with YMCA wide receivers. Right. And Dable coached them up. So Daniel Jones didn't cut down majorly on his interceptions before Brian Dable got there. Why did that happen? Why did he cut down on his picks? Because of the voice in his head. No, because Ken he Dorsey was, he and was, Brian Dable. No, before they got Josh there. Allen. Before, they, before got they got there. there. Okay. Before they got there. Daniel Jones was already on the correct trajectory. Yeah. He he just struggled with turnovers yes. initially, got better as he got more. Same thing with Kirk Cousins, right? Kirk Cousins, when he first got here, he was a turnover machine. There was a pigeon that just flew behind you, and I thought it was going to fly into the window, but I realized mm. it can't fly mm. through glass. All right. We, we are uh, we're going to continue to squeeze in more of your calls, but... Also, coming up next. Can we a little trash or cash in? Well, well we got to do that. Gotta We've got to do what's your biggest concern for Washington yes. moving forward. We're just not going to be able to expand yes. on these topics. So maybe we'll double down tomorrow when I'm working solo and over the weekend when you're working solo and whatnot. Uh, but we'll double down, but we'll address them so that we cover everything. What's your biggest concern for Washington moving forward? Our answers to that next. Right here on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, 321 on the Team 980. What is your biggest concern for Washington moving forward? The answer to that from Linnell and myself coming up next. You can mix it in uh, as well in the remaining time that we have for phone calls, which isn't a lot. We also have Nell's Super Six Pack still to come and Trash or Cash. We got a lot to cover, and we'll bring some of this back. You got to turn on your microphone there, pal. Wow. Yeah. So I was talking to an up. off mic. But we have a little bit of breaking news. Uh-oh. The Panthers just announced that Bryce Young is not expected to play on Sunday against the Seattle Seahawks. Soccer. Dealing with an ankle sprain, of course, off the Monday nighter, and they'll take it easy. And Andy Dalton hmm. will get the start for the Carolina Panthers. Does that surprise uh, you that a five, 5'10", 170-pound quarterback got hurt? Does that surprise you at all? No. Behind a bad all. offensive line? Yeah. It's almost like the we We give a lot of crap to Washington for the personnel decisions yeah. that they've made over the years, what Carolina is doing is a joke, and Frank Reich is going to be out of the NFL before we know it. Because they traded DJ Moore? They traded up, and they chose the wrong quarterback. Only only Kyle Shanahan and Robert Sala get to survive after things like that. There's no way to say right now that C.J. Stroud is definitively better than Bryce Young. How do we say that? I wish we were on video. How? How do we say that? Yeah. Come on, Chris. Look at the way. Games? Look at first of all. Look at what C.J. Stroud did last week against the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I mean he has far and away looked better and, than Bryce I mean, Young I has. Mean, they were getting destroyed, and the Colts are nowhere near the defense that the New Orleans Saints are. And Bryce Young and is Carolina near the also played against at uh, Atlanta in Week One, right? Pretty you good. You know what? Defense. We'll never know because maybe it's just a bad fit for Bryce Young in Carolina. <sighs> maybe if Frank Reich was a better schemer, schemer, it mm. would work. It's hard to scheme plays for right. a minion at quarterback. What is your biggest concern Whew. for the Commandalorians moving forward? This is uh, – we only got half an hour left in the show. We yeah, brought this in. This is this not is, easy. Uh, I'm going to go try to hone in on one thing. Now, there's a multitude of different things. But to me, my biggest concern, the thing that gives me the most pause, is the slow starts. Because that is something – that I think is going to directly impact winning and losing in the near future if they continue to come out with these slow starts. You get down 21-3 to Buffalo, you can tuck the babies in. It's over with, right? You were able to come back against Arizona. You are able to come back last week against Denver. Mm -hmm. You do that the next two weeks, you're going to be screwed, and you're going to be royally screwed if you do it up at the link Mm -hmm. because they feast on teams being behind, because guess what? They're going to run the hell out of the football. Which brings me to my second biggest concern, 50-50. If I had to choose a 50-50 split, it's the run defense and it's the slow starts. Because those are things that have carried over from years prior. That's why I'm so concerned about it. All right. I think those are two really good ones. We're going to agree. Yeah. We're going to agree. And the slow starts have driven me crazy. Now, sometimes it's the offense. Sometimes it's the defense. But I used to joke throughout last year, you know, week two against Detroit, 
Week three against Philadelphia, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they were getting shut out 24 nothing at the half. Uh, now all 24 of those points came in the second quarter. Um, week four against Dallas was a little bit better. Week five against Tennessee was better. Uh, they were awful against Chicago in the first half. Uh, the, you know, there were plenty of other games where they didn't show up or showed up way late. And I would always say, guys, guys. Guys, 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 the game starts at 205, not 105. Yeah. I mean, 105, not 205. You, you get my point. Yeah. All right, so here's the deal. I am still concerned very much about that. There is no doubt about that. But I think what I am getting most concerned about right now mm-hmm. is there – I think their penalties – are going to catch up to them, mm-hmm. especially as injuries start to pile up. Sam has made a couple of throws, a third and, I think, third and 11 conversion in week one after a penalty where you say, all right, they haven't had a quarterback that could really deliver consistently in third and long. Yeah, And third- then there was another play, and I'm trying to remember the sequence, and I think it was the Bates one down the sideline. Again, third and 13 after a penalty to start the series to Cosme and a sack that was wiped out, but they got a break because Benino committed a face mask. But they were still finding themselves, I believe it was third and 13, and he delivered an absolute strike. The penalties are something that so far Sam has been able to overcome yeah. in a couple of big spots. However, as the offensive line breaks down, as other injuries, Logan Thomas, we don't know, as other things start to break down, if you keep asking your quarterback to bail you out of third and long, if you keep getting into, well, wait a second, we, we, can't, we, we can't realistically run and do everything we want to do on first and 15 or, or, you know, or, or whatever the case might be, yeah. second and 20, whatever the situation might be, penalties – will hurt this team, and so far, I'm trying to pull up the numbers, but uh, this website is just killing me with ad block pluses and uh, wh- whatever. I, I just can't, I, I can't get it. So far, mm. the commanders have committed too many penalties. I, I know that. I, I oh, this you're trying much... to find their penalty numbers? Yeah. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, I yeah, believe yeah. they've got, in terms of the NFL, you're doing by per game? Per game, I believe they're fourth most right now in the NFL. Right, that's what I thought. I, I couldn't remember exactly where they were at. Either way, I know it's too much. They're sixth right now. Okay. Penalties per game. I know it's too much. Okay, I don't know everything about everything. I know it's too much. And I understand early on guys are you know haven't played full games, right? right. So there's going to be a little bit more maybe clutching and grab, whatever this case might be. Here's what I know. They got away with one. On a two-point conversion attempt that could have cost them the win and certainly would have extended the game into overtime. They got away with one. They got away they with did. it. The Logan Thomas touchdown drive doesn't happen if they don't get a penalty called in favor of them right. If because they set themselves back immediately. Nobody expects perfection. Nobody expects perfection. But you cannot continue to put yourself in these positions where you need Sam to develop 
or, or to throw an absolute seed, an absolute dart on third and 12, third and 13, whatever it might, may, might be. Again, two cases that I just described to you. You can't keep asking him to do that because then you're asking him to throw into tight windows, converging coverages, and try to basically play hero ball. Yeah. And that's not good. That's not good for them, obviously. And, and oh, by the way, your guy, mm-hmm. Chase Young, personal foul, a neutral zone infraction, Jamin Davis. We talk about how great that play was. He had a personal foul early in the game. Please stop. Please play with more discipline. Please don't kill yourself. Sometimes with the penalties, I would say it's not always about discipline, so to speak. Up front with the holding penalties, that's not a discipline thing. That's just guys got to win their one-on-one individual matchup more. Do your 111th, right? The Chase Young thing, and it's it's going to sound like I'm just defending my guy. Both of the penalties that he had, I'm okay with. Want to know why? The five-yard penalty was garbage. Shouldn't have been called. I'm surprised the National Football League hasn't come out and corrected themselves. The neutral since. zone infraction. The neutral zone infraction. You think they're really worried about correcting that? They're not. But not. he clearly jumped back on the right side right. of the football before the ball was snapped, so that's garbage. And then the 15-yard personal foul on pushing the quarterback, I it was touchy. Was a, I thought that was a legitimate call. I thought it was bang, bang, and I like the fact that he's aggressive hunting the quarterback. I like the fact that he's close enough to even get get the penalty called. Because before you all were complaining that he wasn't getting no pressures. Now, now he gets some pressure, and a penalty happens. There's a problem. So beggars can't be choosers with that. But I think what you're saying, the penalties, I totally agree. On offense, it, it, it could have such a trickle-down effect, and I think mm-hmm. that's what you were going yeah, into. Yeah, yeah. And it makes, like you said, life harder for everybody. Yeah. And that's something that I think, personally, at this point, Sam is not good enough to overcome consistently. He's just not. I I haven't seen anything for him to go, you know what? He is going to make everyone around him better. That's what you would have to do when you're if you were able to deal with the penalties as Washington has them coming. I'm sure it's something Ron Rivera and company are talking about. They better be. Because any time... Let's do penalty first downs per game. Opponent, yeah, penalty first downs per game is another interesting stat. Washington, 31st. Like, they're they're really struggling in that area. And I'm I'm glad we're we're bringing it up and we're touching on it. We're 2-0, so it doesn't get magnified Mm -hmm. as much. Mm -hmm. But as you're alluding to, I think you summed it up beautifully. It will come back to catch up to you eventually. Yeah. It's going to catch up. Since the start of last year, they have 108 penalties. 108 penalties, which... Again, league-wide is not that bad. They got like, I don't know, 14 or 15 teams in front of them, including teams that win way more. San Francisco, Mm -hmm. Dallas, um, Seattle, Miami. Uh, Much more undisciplined by penalty count. But the three teams at the very top of the list, now this is, again, from the start of 2022 and through two games this year, which is a a bigger sample size than just a two-game sample size. Arizona, number one. Denver, number two. Raiders number three. Only the Raiders out of that are even remotely decent. Yeah. Remotely decent. You think the Raiders are decent? Remotely decent. Remotely decent. Denver's not. Arizona's not. No. So again, ah. it tell I think the Cardinals are both better than both of them. I mean teams. the Cardinals have played better. They haven't won. Right. Okay. But my point is is if you continue to take penalties, as good as Sam Howell has been at a couple of spots, and again, I illustrated two throws that were monstrous that no other quarterback could do since Kirk Cousins, and even Kirk might struggle. 
my point is, is keep asking him to dig you out of that situation. You are going to be screwed. You are going to be screwed. He's not Superman. He's not, you know, right. Patrick Mahomes. Don't ask him to keep doing that. Please, please don't ask him to keep doing that. Do your job. Do your job better. I, I Sound simple. Do it your is. job better. All right. It is. I agree wholeheartedly. We got to get to a quick trending alert here. And then trash or cash? Trash or cash? Trash or cash? I'll ask Linnell a couple of interesting questions, and he will tell you whether they're trash or cash. Right here on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. All right, getting ready for Thursday night football right here on the Team 980. Coverage at 8 o'clock under ta- uh, after talking chirps with head coach Mike Loxley down in College Park. It's the Giants and the San Francisco 49ers. Niners returning for their home opener at 2-0. and Giants 1-1 and off the comeback win in Arizona, but they'll be without Saquon Barkley and starting left tackle Andrew Thomas, plus a couple of other starters. Again, game right here on the Team 980. Coverage underway at 8 o'clock. Meanwhile, over on the fan tonight, it's the Atlanta Braves who have lost five out of six, uh, and they are visiting the Washington Nationals, who won two out of three over the White Sox, including a big offensive outburst yesterday afternoon. It's again on 106.7 The Fan, Nationals Radio Network, and the Odyssey app. Right now, the Angels leading the Tampa Bay Rays 4-3 to three at the end of seven. Milwaukee blanking St. Louis 6 to nothing in the ninth, and that's what's trending. <laughs> All right, good to have you with us. We're trying to get to the finish line here. Next uh, 20 minutes, we got a lot of content still to come. Uh, so we appreciate everybody being on hold, but uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to get to any more f- phone calls. We'll try, uh, but just be patient as you possibly can. All right, along with Linnell Willingham, I am the Rooster. Matt Essig on the other side of the glass. You just uh, saw a big potential news item. Yes, I did. Trey being Ron reported Dix. by who? Uh, this is Ed Warder. This is Clarence Hill. Ooh. Ed Warder, ESPN, Clarence Hill, Dallas Morning News. Trayvon Diggs, uh, seen leaving the facility on crutches, got injured during one-on-ones today. It's mm. a knee injury, mm. MRI. Uh, they're hoping for the best, but prepared for the worst. The, so so that's what the report is saying, that yes. they're prepared for the worst? Oh, my gosh. So they think That'd it be, might be ACL, I would guess. Potentially, which would wow. change my Super 6-pack, I'll tell you that. Wow. But yeah. All right. We we still got to get into that. We do. Because we don't have the definitive news, so we don't want to, you know, jump yeah, to conclusions. Jump to but, but. All right. Let's do this. Uh, and I'm going to expand on the penalties thing tomorrow. Yes. I'm, I'm sure you And will. the other uh, things. You're going to be on with B Mitch tomorrow over on 1067 The Fan. Yes. Starting at 10 a.m. I'll be solo from 1 to 4 tomorrow afternoon. So we'll both be able to kind of expand on some of these topics. But. One thing we wanted to do when you're in here on Thursdays is trash or cash. Well, trash or cash. So basically, I'm going to give you a statement or a question, and you are going to refer to it as trash or cash and give a brief reason or explanation as to why. And in case you haven't figured out, trash is the statement is trash. Yes. Or cash, straight on, straight up. Cha-ching. Right? Like, we're making money. That's right. 110%. That statement, that opinion, that analysis. Now, mind you, this 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 trash or cash, I did not I found one commander's nugget to throw in here. It's okay. We don't have to do just commanders. That's fine. Because we do wanna, commanders a lot. So this is like a big picture view, right? It is a big picture view. All right. So let's start with one of your guys. 
Justin Fields will start all 17 games for the Chicago Bears. <sighs> wow. You're, you're getting starting off spicy here in Trash or Cash. Will he start all 17 games for Chicago? Yeah. I think that's cash. Yes, he will start all 17 games for Chicago. I've been adamant that it has been organizational malpractice as to what's going on right now in Chicago. Luke Getze and company offensively are not putting him in position to succeed. I I totally disagree with you. Mm-hmm. He pointed yeah. the finger at the coaching staff yesterday well, and then walked it no back, saying that they're giving him too much information and it's maybe clouding his brain or whatever a little bit. Luke Getze did not make him throw that terrible, awful interception to Shaq Barrett the other day. Okay. Justin Fields was not <laughs> great against any really good defense in his final year at Ohio State. I, I, he was shut down by Northwestern, Michigan, I think it was, and some other uh, great off, uh, great defense in the Big Ten. And that was Big Ten defenses. So far, there has been nothing that I've seen that's going to let me know that Justin Fields is an elite passer or a high-quality passer, anything more than an up-and-down inconsistent passer. We know he's a great athlete. We don't know if he's a great quarterback yet. We don't know that. That's fair, but I don't think we're ever going to find out while he's in Chicago okay. because they are seemingly one of the worst-run organizations and staying, in sports. And staying on the field is also a problem for Justin Fields as well, as we found out last year. So to me, that's trash. Panthers rookie quarterback Bryce Young missed the last two practices and now has basically been ruled out. The Panthers will regret trading up for him at the end of his rookie season. Rooster, this is this is a crappy situation. And I always say, if you got crap, make sure you call my man Scrap. Mm. But I said it earlier, and I, I gave my thoughts about it. When, whenever you whenever you draft someone and there's no precedent behind the style and guy that you've drafted, it's normally not going to work. Like, when's the last time in the modern era you've seen a 5'10 quarterback get drafted number one overall and have success? I've never seen it. Whether it's trash or cash that they'll regret trading up for him, I think they already regret it. Mm. So that's cash. But I, it's, it's another one of these situations where it's like, why did they think bringing him there he would have success? Their offensive line stinks. They don't have a number one wide receiver. They had to trade it away to trade up to get the To kid. get him. And their free agent acquisition at running back, Miles Sanders, has already been nicked up. Yeah. So I, I, it's definitely cash. They 100% already regret it. And... I think he may be out of the league before we know it. And it's cash because you think they're already regretting the decision. Not at the end of the season. No, no, no. They're ready now. They'll never admit to that, Mm -hmm. of course. Right. I always will say this. Teams that trade up for quarterbacks, with the exception of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs, are almost always going to be wrong. You can't be Almost always going to be wrong. And the the notion that you should do anything and everything for a quarterback is ridiculous. Yeah. Sunday is a must win for the Patriots. <laughs> Trash oh. or cash. Now, I, I get to be a little sarcastic with this one. Because how how can you have any must win games for a team that has no expectations and isn't going anywhere? I mean, I guess Aaron Rodgers being hurt at quarterback for the Jets kind of gives them some wiggle room within the division, but Bill Belichick, we, we had this mini discussion earlier, is being exposed. What he did last year, wasting one of the prime years of your rookie quarterback on a rookie deal, having Joe Judge call plays for him, they deserve to lose every game this year. 
Is it a must win? No, for the reason I just said, they're not going anywhere anyway, so nothing is must win for them. They are 0-2. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> they are 0-2 and on the road. Yeah. Uh, hard to call that a must win because, like you said, they're not probably going anywhere, yeah. but the question is, is will Bill Belichick go somewhere? If they don't make the playoffs, if they finish seven and ten, if they finish six and eleven, so in that vein, it might be a must-win. Josh Allen has been sacked seven times mm-hmm. in two weeks: five against the Jets, twice last week against the Vegas Raiders. <laughs> the Commanders oh, will the sack they are. the Commanders. You got them in. Okay. The Commanders will sack Josh Allen at least three times this Sunday. Trash or cash? Straight cash, homie. Nice. I like it. For a multitude of reasons, I think this pass rush is just starting to scratch the surface of what it has the potential to be. I thought Mark Bullock did a really good job breaking down a specific sack that Washington had on Sunday, which was like the culmination of the past four drafts for this team. Excuse me, not the past four drafts. The culmination of what they thought this group would be when they drafted Chase back in 2020. John Allen uses his patented hump move, and then Chase Young gets to chase down from behind. Mm Mm-hmm. All of these guys playing together in unison. I think we saw it for the first time uh, this past Sunday against Denver. And with the weather being the way it's supposed to be, I, I think it's going to be a dogfight on Sunday. I'm, I think the weather helps out Washington. Absolutely. I do too. And I think I think this pass rush is going to tee off. I think this pass rush, I would be surprised if they don't get three sacks. Yeah. I would say four That'd five. be a major disappointment. I don't think Buffalo's offensive line, even though they've graded right. out metrically pretty good, I don't think it's great against a sustained rush right. over the course of a game. The Vegas Raiders had them on the ropes they did. and couldn't sustain it. Part of it is because, you know, we talked about Chandler Jones, so on and so forth. Yeah. I mean, there's only so much Max Crosby can do, right? Exactly. This is a very different pass rush. So for that... I say, yeah, at least three times. So I'm saying straight cash. All right, that is Trash or Cash. We will have many more questions next week, and maybe we'll expand on some of them uh, tomorrow as yeah. well. Again, Leanel is over with B. Mitch over <laughs> on The Fan tomorrow starting at 10. I am with you from 1 to 4 uh, along with Matt Essig. When we return, we will squeeze in a quick Nell Super Six Pack, and he's already said he might be changing it. Because of a very big injury to the Dallas Cowboys or a injury that had could have very big implications uh, on the NFC East, on the NFC as well. And I will have dumb, dumb of the day, baby. I hope it's not me. No, it's not. To wrap up the show right here on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. Three forty nine on the Team Nine Eighty and the Odyssey app. Wrapping up shop here, Craig Hoffman coming up in about eleven minutes or so. So make sure you lend him your ear and your eyes because he's on YouTube and all that good stuff. Uh, from four to seven, talking Terps with Mike Loxley, three and zero Terps. Trio. Get ready to open up Big Ten play. Oh, uh, that's trio. coming your way from 7 to 8. Thursday night football, Giants 49ers. We both agree the Giants have no chance in this game, right? Oh, I had a nugget that I said I would give. Oh, yes, yeah. Giants have no chance. Nick Bosa hasn't had a sack dating back to five regular season and playoff games. I think you should put money on Nick Bosa getting a sack tonight if it's available it's as a prop. Five games. 
He hasn't had a sack in five games. So he hasn't regular season to play. In the playoffs, he didn't have a sack last year. This is via really, yeah, via our wow. friends over at the thirty third team. Mm, how about that? Did not realize that. All right, time for Nell's Super Six Pack. Six NFL teams, not necessarily based on the records, power rankings, but based system. on power rankings and your view of how they're playing and what they are. Yeah. Nell's Super Six Pack. Three, three, two, one. This list is very fluid, I might add. I like the fancy production, by the way. Thank you. Number six, in L Super Six Pack, my top six teams in the NFL. I'm coming off the top rope early. Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Bucks, one of the remaining 2-0 teams. I like the way they're built on both sides of the line of scrimmage. And Dave Canales and Baker Mayfield are cooking. Number five in the Super Six Pack. My I top can already six teams tell you have a man crush on Dave Canales. Na- yeah, I do. In the National Football League. Number five. It's the Philadelphia Eagles, right? They This is their debut on, on, on this list this week. I didn't have them on last week. I thought they looked really dominant uh, on Thursday night football on the ground. I still have questions about their passing attack. We'll see as the season moves on how they will fare. Number four in those Super Six Pack. My top six teams in the National Football League. Chris Russell's favorite coordinator, Kyle That's Shanahan. Chris That's Chris Hustle. The 49ers, though. I really like what San Fran is doing. I thought they were in a dogfight last week with the Rams. That kind of shocked me. It actually made them drop one spot on my list because they struggled with their division rival. Uh, but I, I ultimately think Kyle's got it going on. And like the same reason I like Philadelphia, both sides of the line of scrimmage, very good. And again, let's just be clear. Mm-hmm. Anybody could play quarterback. Matt Essen could be the Matt quarterback. Matt Essen could be quarterback. the quarterback right now. And, and they would win a Super Bowl. be at number four on right. L Super Six okay. Pack. Number three in L Super Six Pack. My top six teams in the NFL. Another Shanahan disciple, Mike McDaniel in the Miami Dolphins. Now, I almost put him at number one, but the BOTDs are still there, the benefit of the doubt. Let's give you a little nugget as to who number one is. I like Miami. Their offense is explosive. They did it a different way on Sunday night, which was different for me. They ran the ball for over 130 yards. A little more ground to pound. They're physical up front. I think come December, if Tua can stay healthy, they'll be a team to be reckoned with. Number two, no super six-pack. Top six teams in the National Football League. We just gave you an injury update on him. Trayvon Diggs left the Cowboys facility today on crutches. Cowboys prepared for the worst, praying for the best. They come in at number two. I know where you're going with number one. Number one. And now Super Six Pack. My top six teams in the NFL. B-O-T-D. Benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I know the Chiefs look bad on Sunday against Jacksonville. And I know the offense is struggling. It's because Eric Bieniemy's not there anymore. But they still have the benefit of the doubt for me. And here's why I love the Chiefs. I love the Chiefs because of this. Defensively, the first two weeks of the season, they have shut down two completely high-powered offenses from a year ago. The passing offense will come to form. That defense is what will win you a championship. That's no super six-pack. You sure you want to go with them, number one, even though Eric Bieniemy is not there and their offense is going to suck because Eric Bieniemy is not there and it doesn't matter whether Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is the quarterback or not? The question was who was more important, Chris Hustle. Anyway, that's Linnell's Super Six Pack. I'll tweet that, or he'll tweet that, or we'll both tweet that, or we'll, we'll you know, whatever, if we'll you missed it. it. We'll expand a little bit more on it tomorrow. Plus, we'll have our Sunday Six Pack picks and everything in between. But right now, we wrap up the show, how we try and wrap it up every day. It's time for Dum Dum of the Day. Well, there are a lot of Dum Dums. This guy might be. One of the chief amongst them. Mm-hmm. So, Rob Mercer is his name. He's a poker player. 
And apparently, he came up with the idea to scheme so that he could get enough money through donations to enter the World Series of Poker this past summer. Yeah, in (laughs) Vegas, right? Got to have a lot of money for that, right? So Mercer, a California native, admitted in an interview with the Las Vegas Review Journal. Mm -hmm. He admitted to receiving donations estimated to be at least $30,000. You know how he came up with the scheme, the 37-year-old? You want to know? Please tell me. He created a GoFundMe account in June. So he could fulfill his dream of competing in the World Series of Poker buy-in. No way. $10,000 buy-in for the No Limit Hold'em World Championship. And he said it's because he had colon cancer. Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. (laughs) I don't have colon cancer, but I did lie about having colon cancer. I used that to cover my situation, he told the newspaper. (laughs) What I did was wrong. I shouldn't have told people I have colon cancer. I did that as a spur-of-the-moment thing when someone asked me what kind of cancer I had. Oh, by the way, he's wearing a Raiders hat. He raised about $12,500 from that, including a free suite at the Bellagio. Oh, my God. Among the donors was Cody Daniels, who actually has a invested interest in dealings with uh, cross, uh, chronic illness. Uh, and, uh, well, he donated $2,500 out of the kindness of his heart and now is out the money because Mercer has no plans, he told the Review Journal of Las Vegas, of give- to give back the money. What? And the question now becomes whether he'll be arrested. There's no indication mm. of that right now, but... I don't know about you guys. That's a pretty big crime to me to sucker people out of $30,000. I was just going to say. Uh, dude. That's horrible. You suck. Now, uh, you know who doesn't suck? Deion Sanders, who we never got to today, which we got to get to tomorrow. Uh, and also Craig Hoffman. He doesn't suck either. Uh, he's coming up next from 4 to 7. What am I looking at here besides Bill? Oh, are you just turning just, that around I, for Craig? I, I was just turning it around oh, for Craig. Okay. So I thought you were trying to sh- the head with, with, a, with a carrot when I thought you were in. trying to show me Pat McAfee wearing his uh, st- standard gear. His, well, you know, his, his strapless T-shirt yeah. or whatever the he's, hell you call it. Shout out Pat McAfee. Yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, that. Craig Hoffman coming up next. He'll take you home. I'm heading over to National Spark for Commander's Crossover, whatever the hell they're calling it. Josh Harris throwing out the first pitch. Come and join us uh, over at Nats Park tonight for the Nats and the Braves and a little Commander's flavor as well. Back tomorrow at 1. Nell on with B. Mitch tomorrow at 10 a.m. over on The Fan. Thanks to Matt Essig. Thanks to you guys for being a big part of the show. Adios. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.